Good morning, good morning, good morning. How are you, my friend? How are you, my friend? Welcome. This is the Breakfast with Champions podcast, one of the most unique, amazing, and powerful podcasts you'll ever come across in your entire life. Listen, we bring you motivation, education, and inspiration, and ultimately give you an opportunity to get a seat at the table, to hang out with some of those that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. What makes this podcast so unique and incredible is we have over a hundred different thought leaders that are constantly delivering amazing, over-the-top, powerful, and impactful content in bite-sized nuggets that you can absorb, take action on, and implement in your life. So with that said, make sure you filter through. There's going to be some of these thought leaders, these experts in their industries that you're ultimately gonna connect with. You're gonna totally, totally resonate. It's gonna totally be your vibe. And then there's gonna be other ones that you're gonna be like, eh, you know what? I like them, but I don't know if I love them. And that's what's great about Breakfast with Champions is we have something for everyone. So make sure you sift through, find the ones that you love, and know that they'll be coming back every single week to be able to deliver to you the motivation and education and inspiration that you need. With that said, my name is Glenn Lundy. I am your host. Super excited to connect with you. And let's kick off today's episode of Breakfast with Champions. This is amazing, man. So um, man, I got this is the section for me and my my dear sister and friend and partner, Ashley Faye. We definitely about to light it up, but we want to honor your time, man. And if you got anything on your heart you like to share. So we already embrace your ambition team. I can't think of a more glaring example of someone who's done that than you, because the world tries to make it seem like ambition is a bad thing. And we want people to embrace ambition, especially when it comes from a divine place, because you know this. The more you're able to expand, the more you're able to grow and build wealth and acquire, the more good you can do for your family, your legacy, and for the world at large. So when you hear those words, embrace your ambition, I was like, okay, I think he might have ran away. But I was just going to give him a chance to speak to it. So that's who we are. We're going to talk to you guys about that today. I also want to, I see Danielle, a dear friend of this show, been listening to you for months, give you a chance to say hello if you'd love to while you're here, my sister. Oh, Marcus, you're the best. Good morning, Breakfast with Champions. I'm in Miami, so I'm I'm uh, just popping in for a few as I'm traveling today. So you guys crush it. I'm excited to hear what you guys have today. Well, we greatly appreciate you. I've listened to many a segment and even learned from your teaching style. So we got something for you guys today. If you are note takers, make sure you get your notes out. Me and Ashley Faye been prepping, man. We've been in the lab cooking, making sure that we really bring you something that you can apply to your everyday life and be better. But Ashley Faye, how you living today? Hey, Marcus. Yo, I am so excited for this segment today. Like we spoke earlier, things were just flowing. I think we're going to kick butt and it's just going to be an awesome segment. Like I am super, super pumped. I'm super excited. I might be a little too hyper for you guys. I don't drink coffee. It's just me. I'm just hyper all the time. But, um, yeah, like, I just want to get started. Marcus, I'm ready. Let's go. <laughs> so it's funny. Now she's stealing my lines, too, man. I told y'all before that I don't drink coffee because I am coffee. I don't need coffee. And now she's coffee, too. So you can choose Veranda Blonde or I don't know what 
I'm a medium roast. How about that? Let's go. <laughs> I just don't like the taste of coffee. I do drink Spark, though, so maybe that's where I get my energy from. But I'm a morning person, so as soon as I get up, I'm like, beow, 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 beow. So, you know, no, that's out of that. One day, What was that like? That's me. Love. I swear to you, one day I got a message from her. It was more like six messages, and it was like five o'clock in the morning or something. I was like six, and it was like paragraphs. I was like, "Woo, we out the gate today. Let's go!" <laughs> but I loved it, and this is incredible, guys. And so, listen, we're the Embrace Your Ambition team, and we got some notes for you. We want to make sure that you're willing and ready to tap in. But before we do, we want to just talk to you about what that is, because you hear those words, and I kind of alluded to it a moment ago. Uh, when Uncle G was in a building, but I listen, embrace your ambition. When you hear the word ambition, it can have a worldly, a, a negative connota- connotation or context. And so what we want you to realize, ambition is not bad. It depends on what's driving your ambition. Ambition can be bad if you're driven to run over and step on and belittle and tear down and backstab people in the process to get what you want. We're not talking about that type of ambition. We're talking about godly ambition, which comes from a place of purity in your heart and your soul to want to serve humanity and leave a legacy in the people around you so that you can continue making the maximum difference possible. So when we're talking about Embrace Your Ambition, we're telling you what it is before today. You're going to get 11, not 10, but 11 reasons why you should embrace your ambition 11 reasons why you should embrace your ambition that's what we got for you today but first we're just going to talk to you briefly about what embrace your ambition is what it means why it's important where it came from and at the end of the day ashley Fay and myself are two people who practice what we preach in this avenue when you think about embracing your ambition that big dream that bold dream the hairy, scary dream that everybody looks at you like you're crazy for, that even those in your family want to protect you from because they see the impending doom that comes on the other side because of the fear they have of you being hurt. That's what we're talking about. And when you think about it, the thing that you don't even want to allow yourself to process right now in your sphere of consciousness because you are afraid that what happens if I really were to go after the thing I want most in this life? Well, we're going to tell you today, but it's important for you to even understand that this is a thing. And so before we even get into the reasons why you should, I want you right now in this room, in this moment to acknowledge that you have a God sized dream, something that's so big, it doesn't even make sense that it scares the, you know what, out of you. And we want you to start thinking deeply about what it will really look like if you were to not run away from it not belittle it, not diminish it, not dim your light, but to fully embrace it. And Ashley Faye, you've done this time and time and time again, even by literally founding the movement, you know, creating the experience. Like, it's a whole thing, guys. Obviously, we got social media, Facebook, Instagram, Clubhouse, all the things we have Embrace Your Ambition, but it's also live experiences where we bring people together. That's what so many were just talking about when Kelsey legitimately tackled us. That's not an exaggeration. Kelsey tackled us. She tackled me in the middle of the street while I was trying to pick up her bags that she threw in the middle of the street. (laughs) And all of that was the result of Ashley Faye embracing her ambition 
and going for the God dream. And she just getting started. But when you hear Embrace Your Ambition and when you think about your heart and what it means, I'll let you speak to that for a minute before we jump into the 11. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it means so much because you guys know my story, the negative 54 and sitting down and praying and being like, what am I supposed to do? And knowing what I was supposed to, knowing I was supposed to go all in, but still not doing that out of fear, out of self-doubt, out of just so many thoughts in my head, right? But finally saying yes to it and embracing that and then realizing that I had even more ambition than I initially thought and realizing that as I started to embrace it, as I started to say yes to these, these things in my heart, this dream, this purpose, this mission, how much better I became along the way. And just saying, you know what? I'm meant to do these things. They're given to me from God to accomplish them and to pursue them. And maybe not everything works perfectly, but I learn along the way. And it's just that I'm going to embrace this ambition and not feel selfish for doing that and not feel, you know, not let self-doubt creep in or maybe feel the fear and do it anyway, but really embracing that God-given ambition and showing my girls, for me more than anything, it has been showing my girls that it's okay to do so because so often we let society tell us what we should do and what we can't do and how things should be, but I feel like I'm stepping out and showing my girls Mommy's embracing her God-given ambition, and it's hard, and it's scary, but you know what? I got God on my side, and I've got the ambition and the drive and the motivation and the inspiration in them to keep going and not feel selfish and not feel like it's not what I'm meant to do. I know it's what I'm meant to do because it's there for a purpose. It's there for a reason, right? And so for me, it's just it's saying yes. And just going for it and not letting yourself talk yourself out of it. Not letting society make you feel like you need to be doing something according to their standards. And so I love, I love embracing my ambition because what it's brought to me, what it's brought to our family. And I just want to help other people do that now. Now my ambition is like really to help other people see their ambition and figure out their purpose so that's why I'm so excited for today because we're going to give you reasons that you need to just embrace that God-given ambition that's on your heart. Right, Marcus? Big facts, my friend. And you were right. She's right, guys. I know you guys might not know her. If you don't, you're going to learn today about my dear friend, Ashley Faye. This is so easy, man. And look at this, man. I'm, I'm going to become a rapper. I'm taking that title from you. But we... We have a lot of fun together, but at the end of the day, we want people to accomplish because it does. How many people are what I like to call AMC? -ing? And I say it all the time. You've heard me. You already know what I'm talking about. AMC. I'm talking Walking Dead, man. Stop, man. Our dearest desire, deepest desire is to literally grab your shoulders, give you a stern shake, a wake up call so that you can step into all you were created for so that you can really get out here and go get it. And so what we're going to do is unpack now some practical things that you can put into your life that can help you get out here and go get the dream. So without further ado, we just going to hop right in. And so if you're if you're a note taker, this is number one, number one of the 11 reasons you should embrace your ambition is simply because you want to. Because you want to listen. So many times in life, we discount the thing that you desire most. Why is that? I just had some a conversation last night with somebody I love with my whole heart. And they were saying, 
I do what everybody else in the world wants me to. And then I get left with nothing. I get left with the crumbs. I get left with the scraps. And so then they're empty. And then they have no desire. They have no energy to even begin to think about the thing that they love to do, to even begin to embrace their ambition. And I'm like, okay, stop worrying about what everybody else wants for you. People pleasing ain't going to get you nowhere but an early grade because of the stress you put in on yourself. You can't afford to continue doing what everybody else wants you to do while you sacrifice and your own mental health, heart health, soul health begins to simply deteriorate. You don't have time for that. You can't afford that. So what we're telling you is you want to do it. So what? tell me what you want. Don't tell me what someone else wants for you. Don't tell me what you think you're supposed to do. Don't tell me what you think you're good at. What is your heart's desire? Because that is the beginning of fulfilling dreams in this world You can, when you realize, like, this is what I want. And speaking of what you want, this is why we have the live experience, because Ashley Faye has such a powerful story. And she watched it transform and poke and pierce people's hearts. And she realized, I never want to not be doing that. What I want to do with the rest of my days is share my story and inspire and empower people. I'll let you speak to that want and that desire. Like, because when you embraced your ambition, you had to define what you want, and that led you to create what you're doing, right? Marcus, look, if you had one shot or one opportunity to seize everything you ever wanted in one moment, would you capture it or just let it slip? Yo, no, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to sing. Wrap it, wrap it, Ashley. Right? Y'all, y'all gotta come to embrace your ambition to hear the actual rap part. But y'all know that's a little insider, but no, for real. Like, if you know me, I love to quote that song because that for me, like everything he said, are you gonna capture? Like, how bad do you want it? How bad are you gonna say, screw the self-doubt and the fear and step out and go get it? For me, it kind of came to a point like I was just tired of surviving. That was the first step, right? I was tired of surviving. So I wanted to live. So I wanted to do something for my family. And that was step one. As far as embracing your ambition, just like Marcus said, that feeling I felt at the end, I want it forever. And I'm going to do what I have to do to get it. I'm going to step out. I'm going to do the hard things. I'm going to seize everything in every moment and not let it slip away and so do it because you want to do it because you need to if you have to for me it started with a need right the negative 54 i did it because i needed to i needed to stop surviving i needed to help our family and that's okay it's going to grow into more so figure out what you want why you want it and then just do it like i share a story about mr jones right and i know you guys have heard me share it but basically, I don't want to be Mr. Jones. I don't want to get to heaven and get a box with everything I could have done. I want to go for it. And if I fail, I get up and go again, right? But do it because you want to do it. Do it because it was placed in your heart to do it. And you're tired of surviving. And you know you're made for more. It's in you. Do it for you, first and foremost. I hope you enjoyed my first part of the rap, Marcus. But I won't continue on until Dallas. No worries. Thank you. Please, let's not. His palms are sweaty, knees weak, arms are heavy. All right, all right, we're done. We're done. I'll leave it for you guys. Listen, so seriously, 
you want to, guys. <laughs> but number two, because we're going to keep going, because we got a lot to get to, um, God wants you to. And I know that sometimes hard for people to believe that I was made for more. Sometimes it's hard for people to believe that there's something bigger inside of me that comes from something outside of me, bigger than me, so much grander than me. But what you don't realize is that dream you have inside your heart and soul is not just there. It didn't just pop up and just sitting there idly for no reason. It was given to you as a gift. But you are a gift and your gifts are a gift. <laughs> And you got to learn how to give that gift to the world and not allow the things around you that you don't understand to stop you. Because literally, God himself was placed this inside of you. And so I want you to know that <laughs> I get so excited when I think about this. Because it's hard for us to believe that God would really care that much for me. Like, why do I want this so bad? Why does it keep me up at night? Why do I bang my want to bang my head against the wall if it feels like it's outside my grasp? Why am I sitting at a job building someone else's empire? There's nothing wrong with that if you love it. But if you're there and something inside of you is telling you everything inside of you is telling you you should be somewhere else, doing something else, learning to do something else, and you can't stop thinking about the dream that was placed in your heart and your soul, hello, that's not just happening for no reason. That is being given to you by God so that you can give it back to the world. <laughs> Ashley, say what you got to say. Oh, I love this. Um, you're basically given a God-given destiny on a beautiful golden platter. The problem is so many of us don't accept it. We think it's too hard or we think it's too big and it's not likely. But y'all... The dream, that is why you were formed. That is why God formed you. It was invented by God, not, not by you. You didn't invent the dream in your heart. It was invented by him. And hear this, it was never meant to be optional. He formed you in the womb before he knew you, right? For a purpose, for a dream, he made the dream, he invented it, and then he gave it to you to accomplish it. Not for it to be optional. It's your purpose. It's why you're here. God plans for us to accomplish our dreams. So we've got to take the risk. We've got to take the step. We've got to try because, again, it's not ours. It, it, it's his. He wants us to at least try, right, to at least take the step, to at least try to perform the dream and purpose that he gave to us. Facts. So guys you want to number one if you're tracking number two god wants you to but number three the third reason to embrace your ambition and this is a big one because what we're doing with these first couple is setting the foundation before we get hot and heavy so if you're here and you are a note taker and this is blessing you like hang around invite some friends by hitting the plus sign because i swear to you like we will not waste your time and you will walk away served and better and we're about to stir your mind your heart and at the end of this, have uh, you know what time it is. You're going to be ready to run through a brick wall and get out here and embrace your ambition. But number three, this is a pivotal part of the foundation of everything we're building. And that is you step into your light. You step into your light. And one of the things you'll realize is that you are a light. You have a light. You are a light. And even though we are born into a dark world, there's a song that's been ruminating on my heart recently. 
from Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. I got little kids, boys. They love the heck out of Spider-Man. And that song, literally, it's when he gets to the most pivotal part of the story. You know what I'm talking about, where that dark cloud begins to perpetually hover over your mind and your heart, and you don't know how to overcome, and you feel so pressed, you feel so worried, you feel so anxious, you feel all the weight of the world stacking up on your shoulders, and you feel so overwhelmed that it just feels like darkness surrounds you, and you don't know where the light is, and that is because you are the light. It's you. You are the light in the darkness, and that's the choice you have to make. And that song says, I'm not scared of the dark. And I'm not running because I'm not afraid of the fall. I'm not scared of the dark because why would a star ever be afraid of the dark? You are a star. God made you a star to be the light in the darkness. And what that means is you have to learn to silence the lies that told you were anything other. The lies of those who told you you were less than. The lies of those who told you you were worthless. The lies of those who told you you weren't smart enough, you weren't good enough, that nobody liked you, you weren't pretty enough, you weren't handsome enough. All of the different things that you've been told that you've accepted as reasons why you who can't step into your greatness, embrace your ambition, and go get the dream. You got to know you are so much more, and you are a light, and it's time for you to step into it. Ashley Faye, right? That's right, Marcus. Stepping into your light, you guys, hey, you will start to see yourself the way God sees you. You will start hey, to Ashley. love Yes. Sorry, sorry, sorry to interrupt. <laughs> this is for Marcus. Two thousand on thermometers, two thousand surrounding us. Travel two thousand kilometers to hang out with us. What's up, danger? What's up, danger? That's it right there, Marcus. That's the song. That's the jam. That's actually my walkout song now. In all the keynotes that I that I give, I walk out to that particular song, dude. What you're talking about is hitting me right in the heart right now. So I just wanted to say thank you for that, and then I'll get out of the way. I apologize for the interruption. Let's go, man. No, I really appreciate you, and I'm glad you share. And listen, man, you're a star, and stars have no need to be afraid of the, the dark because darkness is inevitable. It is a fact of life because of the duality of good and evil and the enemy and the God we serve. But what I know is that as a star, you never have to be afraid of the dark because you are the light in the darkness. So, man, thank you for sharing that. I'm glad it's resonating. I know it's resonating with all of you guys. And so keep inviting your friends because we're just getting started, man. We really got some things for you. But go for it, Ashley Faye. Thank you. Um, yeah, so stepping into your light, I think that is like getting your confidence, right? Growing in confidence, seeing yourself the way that others see you, the way that God sees you, knowing you are chosen and start having that mindset of what can this become? Like you're really stepping into who you're meant to be and saying, this is me. Here I am. This is who I want to be. This is who I am. And not letting others dim your light, letting your light shine. Just like Marcus said, erasing the darkness. As most of you guys know, I was super bullied in high school and I carried that on for so long way way longer than I should have and had you talked to me two years ago I was definitely not the person I am today heck even a year ago I wasn't the person I am today I still had that like 
those thoughts in my head, those things those girls were saying, self-doubts, but like starting to step into my light, starting to, to see how others see me and how God sees me and allowing my confidence to grow has changed my life so much and other people's because I promise you when when you let your light shine you're giving other people other people <laughs> other people permission to let their light shine too and we need more of that become what the world needs you to be become who you are made to be and let your light shine big facts let your light shine and don't let anyone dim it. And you don't start dimming your own to make other people around you feel comfortable because then there's others around. Everybody's affected when you do that. And y'all know what I'm talking about. The type of people in this room are champions. That's why you gather here and breakfast with the millionaire at the millionaire breakfast table because you know that you're going to be surrounded by like minds and like hearts. And what that tells me about you is that you guys are the stars, the lights that shine in the darkness, however come I also know that sometimes everybody around you doesn't accept when you are that star. Everybody around you wants you to because of their own insecurities and because they haven't learned to go on their journey. They haven't learned to know that they got something they want and that the same thing they want, God wants them to do, and that it's up to them to step into their light. They have not accepted that. So they'll want you to dim yours so that they can feel better about themselves, and you cannot. Because what if all the stars in the sky decided to slow in <laughs> to dim their lights? What if the sun decided to dim its light? What would happen to all of those in the world? See what I'm saying? You can't. You can't. You cannot. It is not optional. And that leads us right into number four. The fourth reason for you to embrace your ambition is because you began to be overcome fear. You overcome fear. Because when you stand up and you really go for the biggest, boldest, scariest thing, like when you stand up to your fear, it changes you and it changes your mind. It changes the world around you because you overcome it. The only way to overcome a fear is to face it. That's why my mentor thinks he's going to get me to jump out of an airplane because he knows what one of my biggest fears is being in high places and falling. So he's like, well, we, there's one way to solve that. <laughs> Let's just jump out of a plane. I'm like, why would any human being jump out of a beautifully perfect moving plane? But he knows that that fear is going to limit me from having real beautiful experiences in this life over time if I don't learn to overcome it. And when you embrace your ambition, those fears that are, have locked your mind and your heart and your soul into a cage, those fears that have kept you captive, that have haunted you through the form of anxiety and depression, those fears that are ruminating around your mind, when you face them, that thing that was once so large in your mind now becomes small and you realize you're bigger. You realize that, listen, you build courage, you become courageous because courage is not the absence of fear. It's showing up in spite of it. And when you learn that you can overcome fear, you learn that you are always stronger than you ever thought you could be. And this is what we do. This is why. And we push each other. Like, we were walking through Garden of the Gods in Colorado Springs. And they're a beautiful place. And, and Ashley Faye was there. And we were walking with the kids. They had to have a potty break. And I saw, she's like, oh, look at this. This is a beautiful backdrop for you to make a video. I said, it is. And I made a video. But as soon as I finished, I said, you know what else this is a beautiful backdrop for? She said, what? I said, for us to make a video. And she said, no, 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 not going to. She had all the reasons and all the excuses why. And I pushed her out of her comfort zone with something that was a fear. 
because it was so many, it was like people around, the kids were like hanging on her leg. It's like, okay, how do I do this? How do I focus? How do I, and it's like a, a scary thing. But then, I mean, it might have been the same day. I don't know. It was within a day of that experience that I, I made her do it, and she did incredible. And it'll become easier the more we do that because when you embrace your ambition, you overcome fear. But I was sitting in her husband Brian's truck with my family, my wife next to me, my boys in the back seat, and we're sitting there being rained on. It was beautiful, though. I ain't going to lie. That was one of the funnest rained on experiences I've had. And she lets the window down, and she says, how do you feel about an off-road experience? And my initial thought was like, absolutely not. I, I feel like that's not an option today. <laughs> and I said, what do you mean an off-road experience, up or down? And they basically said up, around the edge of the mountain. And I, everything inside of me wanted to say no. But I heard my kids' excitement, and even my wife was looking at me. And I'm like, okay, I don't want my fear to cause them to miss an opportunity and an experience. And so the same way I pushed Ashley Faye, she did the same for me. And we both got to start the process of overcoming fears. And we both got experiences on the other side of it because of that choice. When you step into embracing your ambition and you take the step and you do the thing, then you overcome your fear. Ashley Faye, what say ye? Oh, my gosh. Fear has played such a big role for me. I, I've just... I don't want to say I'm a fearful person anymore. I love adventure and stuff, but I, I'm always afraid before I do something. I think a lot of people have that moment of, of fear, but I rely on confidence to get me through. That's what we call it at Ashley Faye Designs. We're like, you know what? We're going to feel the fear. We're going to use it to propel us forward because it's actually the same sensation of like being excited. And so instead of that fear, I'm like, no, I'm excited. I'm just going to do this. But when you think about people like Rosa Parks and Martin Luther King and Michelangelo and Jonah and so many others in the past, y'all, it wasn't that they weren't afraid. They were, I promise you that. It's just that they had courage. And, and fear is a coward in the face of courage. If you can just find the courage to step out. Like I am already so nervous about Dallas because for some reason, God decided that I should be between Trent Shelton and Marcus Black. I still haven't figured out why, you guys. I am terrified. But I also know that the, the moment before, I'm going to take a deep breath and I'm going to step out because that is where growth happens. When you push past the fear, that's where you grow. That's where you grow in so many areas, but mainly in faith. Because that faith, that saying, you know what, I'm afraid, but I'm going to have the courage to step out. And then the magic happens your faith grows. And then every single time, like now it's like when I'm scared, I feel like I'm onto something. I feel like that's the decision. That's what I'm supposed to be doing. And I just know there's going to be magic afterwards. So now it's like almost like I search for that, that fear feeling so that I can overcome it because I know, I know what happens afterwards. And let me just leave you with this. And I say this a lot, that for a long time, I had that fear of indecision, a fear of taking risks, because what if they didn't work? What if I failed? What if, what if, what if? Like, I was doing that all the time. But let me, let me say this. The thing that saved me on that was just knowing that God can't drive a parked car. He wants us to do something. He wants us to take a step in a direction, because he 
will bless the good decisions and he will redeem the wrong ones. But he needs you to take a step. He needs you to show him that you're willing to start overcoming that fear or that self-doubt or that indecision. Whatever it is that stopping is stopping you, it's not an excuse. Y'all stop using it as an excuse. We all have it. So you don't have an excuse anymore. Fear's not an excuse. You've got to take a step. God can't drive a parked car. I always say action is the activator. If you're wondering why things aren't lining up the way you want them to and you aren't seeing some of the results of some of your counterparts, are you taking action? And maybe for some of you, you are, but timing is just off. Listen, timing is it's all going to work out, but you got to not grow weary in doing good because in the due season, I promise you, you'll reap the harvest. The caveat being if you do not give up. So don't give up, man. Overcome those fears. Face them. Because all those are opportunities for you to grow and get closer towards your goal and your dream. And when you step into your light and believe that you were made for more, you believe that you are the light in the darkness, you believe that the truth about who you are, not the lies you've been told, and you overcome fear, the things that are holding you back and crippling you, at that point, that's when you start to live on purpose. Number five is the num the fifth reason to embrace your ambition is you start to live on purpose. And when we say live on purpose, like so many people are just living. I talked about it earlier, walking dead. I wrote a book about it, asleep at the wheel. It's just on autopilot of your life. You're just kind of going through the motions. You wake up. If you got kids, you get the kids ready and to where they belong. You go to work. Da, 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 da. You get off work, you eat, maybe you watch Netflix, rinse and repeat. And it's like you feel so empty because you're like, is this the life I really was destined for? Was I really destined for a life of mundane and mediocrity is what it feels like for many. And they feel like, but I know that it's, I know I have this other gift. I know I have this other thing. I know there's all these people talking about starting up a side hustle and how that became multi-million dollar industries and businesses because they weren't willing to take a risk. But I don't just see a time. I don't even have energy or time to do that. And what we want to tell you is when you fully embrace your ambition and that thing that's inside your heart, when you accept and embrace it, you start to live on purpose. And by living on purpose, I mean the decisions you make are different. I used to be a huge gamer. Let's go. EA Sports. Somebody told me I should like apply for that job. I don't know. You guys know what I'm talking about. There's at least three gamers in the room who knows what I'm talking about who spend a lot of time. And that's a dope thing. That's even an industry. If your ambition is bracing is to be that, I'm saying I know kids that's making mega millions out here playing the video game. So I'm like, I'll be darned if I let a 13-year-old out smart out with me. No, nah, I'm about to figure this out. So if that's you, then figure it out. But don't allow anyone else's judgment because they think it's silly or they don't like it or they think it's frivolous or they think it's foolish to cause you to feel embarrassed about going for the thing you're passionate about. And that's just one example. Could be anything. Maybe you want to be a makeup artist for Hollywood stars. I used to say I want to be a celebrity mindset coach, like for professional athletes and like celebrities because I just feel like they just need someone to care and understand. And who won't treat them like, oh my God, you're who this. And I used to say that a lot. And I was like, yeah, but that'll never happen. Cause I don't have those connections. And now I, I don't even talk about this, but I got three clients and let's just say they're highly celebrated <laughs> that I'm coaching. I didn't even think that was a freaking reality, but now here we are. So there's that. So I say, 
when I eliminated some of the things that were sideways energy that were pulling me off my path, I started to really live on purpose. And that caused me to fulfill the mission and the thing that's in my heart. When you live on purpose, you will start fulfilling the mission. And you know the mission. Your mission is leaving this world better than you found it by making an impact on the hearts and lives around you. And there is not one industry that you can't do that in. People think you got to be a servant or you got to be a nonprofit or you got to be a church or you got to be a mission or you got to be certain things to be able to give back and care. No, you can make a difference in people's hearts and lives by treating them kind no matter what industry you're in. That's what you have to do. So when you start to live on purpose, Ashley Fay, I want you to speak to this as well because I know there's a couple other points. Yeah, so when we were talking about this earlier, I said this is a big one, I think, because when you start to live on purpose, lives change and you see things differently. Like your your vision, your mission, it becomes more clear and it actually makes it easier to what we like to say, embrace the suck <laughs> because things get hard sometimes. But when you're living on purpose, you want to keep going. You want to keep fighting. You want to keep pushing because you know you're on purpose, that it's your vision from God. It's what you're meant to do. And you just become motivated and inspired. And it truly just liberates you because you get to live what you're meant to do. You feel differently about yourself. You see yourself in the light that we were talking about earlier. And you see, you see life differently. You see it as your future vision and you just, you start to see the steps, you start to see things more clearly and you start to see that next step that God gives you. And you just say yes, because you just already know I'm living on purpose. I'm going to be obedient and I'm going to say yes to this. And it's just a beautiful thing, honestly. And it changes lives. It changes the way you see things and it makes things, I don't want to say easier because things will always be difficult. Like when you are living on purpose, do not think that the enemy is not going to come for you. He will. <laughs> right. But we can anticipate the shadows and it makes it easier to keep pushing through those and keep fighting. We're all going to have to fight sometime. But when you're living on purpose, the fight becomes a little bit easier because you know what you're fighting for. You know that that vision is there. You know that you're doing what you were created to do. And it motivates you to push through and empowers you and inspires you. And it helps you to champion others as well. Big facts. Straight up. Straight like that. Let's go. I'm loving this, man. We're on number five. We got six more points. 11 reasons to why you should embrace your ambition. And it's about to get hot and heavy. But just before we get into the into the thick of it, right, before we get there, Christy, can you hit us with reset so the people know who we are, where we are, and what we doing today? You know it. Good morning, winners. I'm so excited. You are in Breakfast with the Champions, the Millionaire Breakfast Club. Did you know that we're not just on Clubhouse, but we have Breakfast with Champions podcast, Breakfast with Champions pages on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter, on LinkedIn. And we want you to be there with us too, wherever we are. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to go to at Breakfast with Champions club on instagram click on the link in the bio and from there you can follow us anywhere you want to go and i am gonna kick it back to you mr marcus black boom guys if you've been tracking along with us we're giving you 11 reasons to embrace your ambition from the embracing ambition embrace your ambition team myself and mrs ashley Fay. 
grandstander. I said it with my chest, you know, because that's how she is, who she is. She's an, a whole star out here in this world. I'm honored to get to be on this mission and journey with her. But number six, if you're tracking along, listen, the sixth reason why you should embrace your ambition is because dreams come true. When you embrace your ambition, your dreams come true. And I remember when I was sitting in a job and I remember feeling empty. I remember staring out the window, wishing my life could be different, wishing I could be connecting with people more, wishing I could be traveling and speaking, wishing I could be out making a difference on a daily basis and connecting with rock stars and just pouring, pouring, pouring my whole heart out into them. That's what I was wishing. And it wasn't until I embraced my ambition, I left that job, I walked away from it, I found myself in another job that was in more alignment, but also created more time for me to start to do the things I wanted to do. And then I started reaching out. I was like, shoot, if we gonna go big, I mean, we gonna go, go big, right? Go big or go home. Then I started reaching out to some of the top speakers in the world. So I said, hey man, this is who I am. I got got a lot of heart and not a lot of know-how. And I want to surround myself with those who do know how, whatever that means, whatever it takes. How do I get in the space? How do I learn how to grow and build myself in this industry? And you know what they started saying? They started giving me the answers. They started giving me solutions. They started working with me, started forming partnerships. Next thing you know, because I was bold, when my wife thought I was crazy, she's like, boy, are you crazy? You just, people going to think you're a stalker. You're just uh, everywhere sending messages, showing up like you're crazy. And maybe it was crazy. <laughs> but it ain't crazy now. <laughs> it didn't make sense, but it took all faith to step out and continue to make these bold moves. And I always say, quoting one of my mentors, Mr. Nipsey Hussle, gone too soon, rest in peace. Well, I used to dream, <laughs> but my reality's the dream now. And when you embrace your ambition, that's what happens. Your dream becomes reality. And that's what we want. I'm living my dream. And there's no greater feeling than living your dream. And don't get me wrong, it wasn't an easy, straight path. It was some difficult days. It didn't happen immediately overnight. It took time to get there. There was some times where it's like, oh, I don't know if this is going to work out. I was working for a nonprofit. There were some times we took pay cuts. And I got job offers that would have pulled me away, but I just stepped and stayed the course. I stayed the course. I kept focused. I stayed consistent. I kept pouring. And now I'm living my dream. And you can too if you're willing to pay the cost and embrace your ambition. Oh. Ashley Faye, over to you. I honestly, <laughs> I feel the same. Like I'm living my dream right now. And I keep asking myself like, how is this even possible? I'm gonna tell you how it was possible. It's because I was obedient in every single thing and the small dreams started to come true, right? They started to come to fruition and the dream it started to become a reality. And then you start to realize it's all possible. And it was always possible. I've always had the things in me. I've always been able to go for it. I just didn't out of fear and self-doubt and all the things. But once you take the step and you start seeing what's possible and what you are capable of and what our God is capable of, and those dreams start becoming reality, it's like magic. Like embrace your ambition was such a dream. It seemed like a fantasy. I remember years ago standing on Dave Ramsey's stage like a weirdo, people looking at me like, what is this lady doing? She is not one of these speakers. <laughs> but I got up there and I said, one day I'm going to be on stages. I'm going to hold my own conference. Sorry, was that somebody? Did somebody want to say something? So, do what? 
Back to bed. Keep going, Sam. Okay. Um, and so I stood up there and I was like, one day I'm going to hold my own coverage. And I probably seem like a crazy person. I know I seem like a crazy person. Big dreams seem crazy to a lot of people. And then in June, I held my own dang conference, you guys. My dream literally came true. And that's why I bawled like a baby on the stage because my dream was coming true. And getting my husband out of the military, like, I really didn't see how that was possible. It was just this dream, this fantasy. And then it came true. And you just start to realize that all of these things are possible. And listen, people are going to devalue your dreams along the way. And there's going to be opposition. But you got to keep going, knowing that they're possible. I'm living proof. Marcus is living proof. These things are possible for you. And once you realize it's possible and the you start kind of stepping into those dreams and they start coming to fruition, all those people that devalued those dreams are going to see that it's possible too. And then they might get to step out in their dreams too, but that's something we're going to get to in just a moment. So back to you, Marcus. Let's go. So she's so right. And guys, your dreams become a reality when you embrace your ambition, but not only do your dreams come true, that's number six. Number seven is you dream bigger dreams. There's a dream right now that you can't even fathom is possible because you haven't stepped into accomplishing your actual, your dream. But once you actually take the step and you activate the dream because the dream is motion activated. So once you start moving and shaking and making moves and the dream starts becoming true, what do you think happens? That's the end. No, you're a leader. And that means leaders are lifelong learners. And if you're still alive, you're going to keep moving and growing more. And so the dream will expand. There's going to be territory that you didn't even know existed that you realize you can step into an impact and make a difference. And you start to dream new dreams and you start to dream bigger dreams. And we're telling you when you embrace your ambition, you can go and accomplish even more. And it's not bad for you to want to accomplish even more. I know my dear brother and friend Tom is on the stage and he's listening. He's an incredible supporter. And this is something he spoke candidly about before. Because Tom and his beautiful bride in the picture with him have some really, really big dreams. And sometimes people will make you feel like it's selfish to think big. But it's nothing wrong with you trying to even get to billionaire status when the heart is, I want to give it back. And I want to pour into it. And I want to make a difference. And I want to empower people's lives and change them. Why do you want what you want? So dream the bigger dream. If you started a comp, if you're in the boat in the same boat as us, and you've already started living your dreams, that's not the end. You don't just become complacent. You dream a bigger dream. And you keep going. <laughs> you keep growing. And you keep changing. Your life and those around you, and I ain't going to tell you why yet. It ain't time for that. But y'all know I'm going to tell you why eventually. <laughs> so you dream bigger dreams. Ashley Faye, what say you? I mean, it's crazy to see how my dreams have developed over the past few years. Because what I started to realize is that as I accomplished one dream, God gives me another. Like once you show him you can be trusted here and that you're going to glorify him. And like I love to say, I'm going to make his name famous, right? Because the dreams are his. They're just, I'm a vessel. But once he sees that and he starts giving you bigger ones and you just keep going, that's honoring him. When you're dreaming big and you're dreaming bold, you're bringing him so much honor saying that, you know, this can happen because of him. And so I went to um, the Royal Gorge. I don't know how many people know what that is, but this just popped in my head, Marcus. I'm going to share. Um, so I went to the Royal Gorge this past, not this weekend, the weekend before. And it's just massive 
amazing suspension bridge over a canyon. And I was literally thinking of this while I was there because I had a shirt on that said, nah, bigger. And then it was like, love God, right? Because he's always saying go bigger. And so often like we're keeping ourselves in a box and we're thinking small, but I was on this bridge and I was looking around and I thought, man, can you imagine what this guy was thinking about? Like you guys, this thing is massive. Like I, I should have looked up like who thought of all of this, but I didn't. But anyway, now it's not just a suspension bridge like there's nothing beneath you you guys it is the coolest thing and it like even moves a little like Marcus you would just love it so much I'm really excited to take you there um but on the other side <laughs> there's a swing that swings you out over the canyon and there's a zip line and there's all these things and I was thinking like man he probably had like this one vision I need to get from this side of the canyon to this side of or the gorge from this side to this side I don't know if those are the, is a canyon and a gorge the same thing I have no idea this side to this side how do I do it quicker than going all the way around because it's massive I'm going to build a bridge and then God was like nah bigger and this thing is just turned into just I mean it, it truly is an amazing beautiful place that takes your breath away and so I just think that every single time I have a dream I'm like Lord like you want me to go bigger okay we go and go bigger because it honors him and that boldness honors him and just knowing that he's going to tell you to go bigger whatever your dream is I'd be willing to bet that you're dreaming a little too small that you're still putting yourself in a box according to what you can do and not what he can do because he doesn't care I mean he does care he always cares about us but he's not interested in who you are right now in this moment He's interested in who you can become if you give him your faith and your dreams and let them let them go. Let them be free, right? <laughs> Facts. I'm still trying to figure out why you would want to take me to a place that would take my breath away. I need my breath to live. It's hard enough to breathe in Colorado as it is without you trying to take me to places to take my breath away. Sheesh. <laughs> I say that facetiously. Because she knows, she said that on purpose, because she knows how uncomfortable that would make me. But hey, growth is about getting outside your comfort zone, right? And you do got to go bigger. You got to dream bigger dreams. And that's what happens when you embrace your ambition. And now you guys know we're coming on down the mountain and we'll get ready to land the plane here. Uh, typically, this is the segment that you guys will get Mr. Mastermind Nate Forrest, but he got some special things lined up. So you get to actually finish the rest of the points, those of you who've been rocking with us. So we'll be here 30 more minutes, and then we will pass it on to the next team who is going to keep the party train rolling in the social media show, which is what you're listening to, hosted by Brick with champions the millionaire breakfast table and we've been having this incredible conversation ashley faye and myself the human being to my left you see pictures of both of us featuring both of us she did all of that beautiful work like it's just what she does she just creates beautiful things so that's where we are and we're coming down the mountain but listen guys i hope you guys really press in here because eight nine ten and eleven are going to be difference makers in your life. The reasons why you should embrace your ambition, we're on number eight. Number eight is because you'll maximize your kingdom potential. I often talk about this. I wrote a poem about it. <laughs> about And I talk. I have a video. I got all these concepts. It's kind of a pillar of what I stand upon is who you are at your core. And you need to understand who you are. You need to understand that you're beautiful. You need to understand that you're powerful. And you're like, you don't know me. You don't know that I'm beautiful. You are. I can say it with my whole heart because I know that you're created in the image of God. Whether that, no matter what you look like, that's on the spiritual form. That's on the side of you that's on the inside. And it's beautiful. And I can say it. And you're powerful. Beyond measure. 
And I'm telling you these things because you need to start telling yourself. If your first thought in your mind is, no, I'm not, he's just saying, then you need to check yourself. Because it's time to eliminate the negative self-talk that's holding you back because you'll never maximize your potential in this life as long as you keep naysaying yourself. You've had other people do it so long. Matter of fact, I'm just going to give it to you. If I can remember, <laughs> I wrote this, and it's from my whole heart because I got tired of hearing people question their goodness and their greatness, and I know why they do it. They do it because when they were a small child, things happened. People ridiculed you. People mocked you. I'm telling you. Matter of fact, I'm just going to stop talking about it and give it. Listen wrote a spoken word called you. I said, there aren't enough words in the human vernacular to adequately express the magnificence of you. See, the day that you were born, you entered this world, you. You could search the highest mountain or scour the lowest valley through and through yet and still you will never find another you. Your greatness is unparalleled, and God himself marvels at the beauty that is you. But if these words that I speak are true, then why do you struggle so much to see the same beauty that I do? I believe I know why this is the case. See, you expressed your uniqueness one day in a place that you felt was safe, only to learn a difficult lesson on that day. That's when you express who you truly are in all of your uniqueness. Someone, somewhere, would always have something to say. And when people treat you less than, mock, envy, and belittle, then what do you do? I'll tell you, my friend, you become a little less you. And this is all of our story. All of us have this story where we've been in, born into this world with maximum potential, potential to make a difference, potential to fulfill our dreams, potential to build families that, and create lasting legacies that outlive us and to make a maximum impact in our world, in our communities, in our homes, in our cities, states, and even in the world now because that we have the power of the internet, but we don't believe it. And in order for you to stop buying the lie they told you and maximize your potential, you got to embrace your ambition. You got to say, you know what? I know they said this about me. I know they bullied me. I know they envied me. I know they belittled me. I know they tore me down. I know they talked about me. I know they stabbed me in the back. But they are not in control. They did not give me my purpose. They cannot take it away. And when you do that and you can establish that in your mind, you can step with your whole heart into that dream you have, which is what it means when we say embrace your ambition, and the byproduct is you maximize your kingdom potential. When we say maximize, that means you get... <laughs> I'm laughing because one of my mentors is Mr. Les Brown, and the way he would put it is to say you get the butter from the duck. That's what he would tell you. I don't know where that comes from, but that's what he would tell you. What I'll tell you is... You always hear the term, it's good to the last drop. You will get out every single micro ounce of your ability and your potential when you choose to make the choice, when you choose to embrace your ambition. You maximize everything you got. Ashley Faye. Man, that one was good, Marcus. Dang. Okay. <laughs> I think maximizing your kingdom potential is like embracing and using your unique 
gifts and talents and abilities and knowledge that that you were getting. They are so unique to you. And I think it's our responsibility to use them. I love the saying that God gave you these gifts and using them is your gift back to him. And so when we're using them and we are maximizing our kingdom potential and, and just remembering that we are, we are God's vision and we are a product of his vision and we are beautiful. And so that's, that's kind of where I'm at with like maximizing the kingdom potential is like really using what you've been given and what naturally just comes to you because that's a, that's a gift in itself and being able to use those, it starts to really fulfill our purpose and, and our, and maximize that kingdom potential that we have in us. We just kind of so often put it in a box. That's like the best way I, I can describe it is we're not using our full potential. We're not using all the gifts and talents and abilities and knowledge that God has given to us because maybe we're afraid to, maybe we feel like someone else is better at them than we are, but y'all, he gave them to you. He gave them to you for the, for a reason. He knows everything about you. He knows your fears and all the things, but yet he gave them to you and he gave you that dream and you that purpose. And so in order for the kingdom to be out there and to be seen and to be heard, we need to be part of that. We need to step up and do our portion and use those gifts and maximize our kingdom potential as well. Facts. I feel so much right now. It's just getting, I mean, it's just in my heart. This is in our heart. This is what we care about. This is what we want to see. This is our desire for you. And as we get ready to land the plane in the last few moments we have, Number nine, we got nine, 10, 11. The ninth reason you should embrace your ambition is I'm going to tell a story. <laughs> so there were these guys like long time ago, like I'm talking doo-wop era a long time ago, 1960s-ish, <laughs> 50s, 60s. These guys were stand on the corner and they would sing. They would just sing their hearts out. And everything inside of them had a dream. They wanted to embrace their ambition. And they would just do this and they would sing and they would sing and they would sing in hopes of being discovered. And they finally, finally had enough people to listen to them. Someone heard them, took their music to a local producer. They started working with this guy. They started doing local competitions. More people start to hear the buzz. One day they get in a competition with one of the biggest producers. Connections are made. Next thing you know, these guys are signed they are traveling the world. They are literally everywhere. And I bring them up because I've thought that they're also part of how I got to the world. Hello, grownups. <laughs> and y'all know what I mean. And these guys are were named, the, they were once called the Elgins, but better known as the Temptations. And I bring that up because a simple step for them to show up caused them to start building a base of people who believed in them, caused people to show up and advocate on their behalf, caused the word to spread, and it caused people to move before they were able to step up and become a massive entity in this world. Now, if you were to take a coin right now and you were to go make a wish in a well, you'd flip the coin into the water, you would see something happen. The coin would hit one point, but then there would be this thing that happens around the coin, and that's called a ripple. 
the ninth thing that happens, and I tell that story to illustrate the ripple effect. The ninth thing that happens is the ripple effect. When you step into your dream and embrace your ambition, everyone around you is affected. There's a scene, if you go back and watch the movie, The Temptations, where those guys pull up at the homes and all of their families get Cadillac convertibles. Everyone around them now gets the benefit because of the ripple of the choice they made to embrace their ambition and stand up outside on corner singing doo-wop on the corner. <laughs> and I use them as one example, but you can use millions and millions and millions and millions of examples of the ripple that happens from people making moves and how everyone around them is affected. And when you choose to embrace your ambition, we could use them. There's all types of organizations, like all types of stories of people who made choices, simple choices to just show up. Ashley Faye made a choice to follow her dream and host a conference. She didn't, we didn't even know each other. She didn't know I existed, let alone that we would meet, build a rapport, and that I would come and speak and that we would become family. She had no idea that was going to happen. God did. She didn't. And then she didn't know, listen, this is, I can't think of a better illustration. I got a message on social media from a lady that said, my faith has been restored and made whole because of you. She said, you speak to my soul and the way you speak to me has changed my life forever. And my children's life will be different because of it. My siblings' life will be different because of it. My friend's life will be different because of it. And she said, I know that I want, she said, I want you to thank Ashley Faye for me. She said, because I know your faith was restored because of her. So you, so you rewind back to when, when Embrace Your Ambition was just a dream in Ashley's heart before she said, I got to do this. And she goes and she picks a venue a whole year before she even knows I exist. Picks a venue, sets it up, starts moving, starts building people, starts building a team of speakers. I'm going through what I'm going through. Nobody knows. She doesn't know. Nobody knows what I'm going through in my soul and the pain that's there. And because of her faithfulness and a choice she made, my faith was able to be restored. And because my faith was restored and my heart was healed, I'm now healing thousands and thousands of people. And the ripple effect continues. Somebody else's life is going to awaken. Somebody else's dream is going to awaken. Somebody else's inspiration is going to grow. Then they're going to light the fire that changes the world because of you embracing your ambition. I'm lighting fires under people every day. And Ashley Faye is a direct result of that because of the fire she helped reignite in my own heart and soul. What say ye about that, my G? So I literally was just looking at your picture thinking it was me and trying to figure out why my microphone wouldn't come off. <laughs> oh my goodness. But you guys, we are so much more connected than what we realize. I really think that. I think someone else's dream is dependent upon you pursuing your dream. And same with you. It needs someone else's dream to come true too or for them to try because every decision and every indecision that we make, it causes that ripple effect like Marcus was just speaking about. And when you step out and you go for it, guess what? You're giving someone else permission to go for it too. They're seeing you go for it and you are giving them faith and you are giving them hope. I like to say you're becoming a hope igniter. That's what you're doing. You are giving these people hope to pursue their dreams too because they are watching you. 
And not only that, you guys, it can, it's just a ripple effect in so, so many ways. So you're pushing people out to go for their dreams because they're seeing you do it and they're thinking, all right, if she can do it, I can do it. I got this. Or maybe it's causing the ripple effect because you are employing other people in your dream or, you know, just affecting them like with the dream itself or in also a ripple effect because of the legacy that you're leaving. That's like one of my favorite is to think that my girls not only will have an inheritance, but they will have a legacy inside of them that they're going to be able to carry on forever and ever. So be the hope igniter. I promise you that someone needs your dream. Someone needs to hear your story. You need to be the one to create your own ripple effect for someone else. Someone's waiting on you. So don't be selfish, put it out there, share your dreams, go for it, embrace your ambition, become the hope igniter and start a ripple effect. Boom. <laughs> and guys, as we land the plane and we come down, thank you guys so much for joining us. And it's been an incredible segment. And, um, man, we got the social media show will continue as we finish, as we continue this powerful time. But number 10 and number 11, the last two points, those of you note takers, um, number 10 is this 10th reason you should embrace your ambition is because you'll learn to lose control. And that might sound crazy to you, but the greatest thing I ever did in my life was let go of the control of the wheel, so to speak. And let me make sure I'm very clear in what I'm saying. There's an author of our lives a creator, so to speak. And I have my plan and I have everything I wanted. And I remember when I, when everything was about me, when I was the center of my universe and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And I want this and I want that. And I was just, it was like banging my head against the brick wall because nothing was working. I had a mentor tell me a few years ago, the saddest place to be is the center of your own universe. It's like if, when it all revolves around you, then you'll always wear the but me glasses. Everything will be woe is me. Everything will be but me. Everything will be what about me. Everything will be like me, me, me. And that doesn't, don't get me wrong. You should be an advocate for yourself and speak up for yourself and go get what you want. That's what we're telling you. But when the entire world revolves around you, he said, that's the saddest place to exist. And when you are orchestrating and pulling all the strings and trying to map it out, I mean, you might be different than me. Maybe you're a genius, but I'm not that smart. And I ran into a lot of issues and a lot of headaches. And when I learned the ability to give control over my life to that which is greater than me, the faith that I have in God. And we always talk about anchored, and I know we're very respectful here in Breakfast with Champions. So your anchor and your guiding light doesn't have to be mine. I know mine is. God, mine is Jesus as a Christian. Yours can be what wherever you find yourself, because we're all different. But what I'm telling you is until you get that and until you give control of your life to the source that's greater, you can always find yourself banging your head against that brick wall. And when I gave God control of my life and the wheel and the reins, I say I always tell people, like, if I want, if I was Steven Spielberg, right? I was one of these guys. I couldn't have sat down and written a better saga that is my life if I wanted to. If God gave me the pen and said, write out your life exactly how you want it to go, there's no way I could have made it as beautiful and as grandiose and as incredible as it is. And that includes the bad times. 
of course, I probably wouldn't have written those in, but I know that they gave me something. They taught me something. They built something in me. And at the least, they gave me an appreciation for that which I do have, having experienced the flip side, the reciprocal. So when you learn to lose control and you realize it's bigger than you and it's not about you, then you can live in full faith and knowing that every single day has meaning and purpose and that there's a guide that is taking you on this journey exactly where you need to be. And you can trust that. Ashley Faye, go for it. This one was a hard one for me, being a control freak, but how much it changed my life realizing that I don't need the control. It's all his plan. It changed so much. I mean, it just, I, I feel like I worry so much less. I just pray, right? And I just feel like a different person. But I want to share you guys, share you guys. Man, I can't speak. I get real excited. And then I'm like, blah, blah, blah. Um, I want to share a story with you. So Ezekiel, in the Bible, he has this vision of water trickling out of a temple. And this vision, the water actually represents the Holy Spirit. And he says in some parts it's ankle deep, in some parts it's knee deep, in some parts it's waist deep, and it, in some parts it's so deep that you just have to let it take you, let the current take you and let it flow. So the saturation of this river determines duration. So the deeper you go in the kingdom, the more you mature. So basically what I'm saying is that when you are ankle deep, you can walk around freely in the water, right? And the water's the Holy Spirit. <laughs> But when you're in ankle deep, you are in full control. Even in knee deep, you pretty much have control. You might be giving up a little bit of control. You might be doing a little bit of what you feel like needs to, to, to happen, to be, you know, to maximize that kingdom potential that we were talking about, but you're still pretty much in control. And then you get waist deep and you're a little less in control, right? The water is still, it's kind of controlling where you go at this point. The current's kind of taking you, but you're fighting it. But then when you get into that deep water, you just let it flow. And if that deep water is the Holy Spirit, right? That's where I want to be. I want to experience the deepest things of God and work with the Holy Spirit and let that flow, you know, flow through me and, and to me and all the things. So my my vision with this is, is to say, don't limit the work of the Holy Spirit. Don't try to control everything. It's time to lose control. It's time to just say yes when you feel those God promptings and allow it to flow through you and to you freely so that others can experience it and so that you can really experience that loss of control, which is the Holy Spirit. Straight up. Man, what a powerful illustration. And... As we land the plane, my, like, I don't know. My heart just feels full. This is what happens when you embrace your ambition. This is what happens as a result of me living my dream. I know we just spent the better part of the last hour and a half pouring into you with our whole hearts. And we know that every one of you will leave this place better. So the last one <laughs> is near and dear to my heart. And if you guys don't know me very well, what you'll learn is that I come from trauma. I have so much trauma and I don't typically do the trigger warning thing. Different people feel different types of way. I get it. Normally I don't is because I know that I'm going to leave you better than I found you. So even if I mention things that are triggering, I'm going to do it in such a way that I pour so much love and heart and soul and compassion and give you practical things to cope with the triggers, the things that your traumas that I don't feel like it's necessary. And that's something that, you know, us as communicators, maybe that's something to think about too is when we know that we're going to bring healing and hope to a space, 
We don't even have to do that because we know that we're going to leave people in a better place and we're going to be the antidote. We're going to be the cure. We're going to be all of these things where we get to serve people. But that being said, I come from all types of abuse, verbal abuse, alcoholism, homelessness. There's so many things that run rampant in my family and my story. And as a part of that, I was told by people very close to me that I will always be a failure and a mistake, that I'd never be successful. And I bought that. I believed it for so long. I lived into it. I underachieved, grossly underachieved. I wasn't a go-getter. I wasn't embrace your ambition. What ambition? There was none. I did just enough to skate by. I've always been uber talented, but I just did just enough to skate by. And because I was always told that I can't. And I remember the day my heart changed. And I started to think like, listen, I was given a gift by the creator of the universe of all things. There's something so beautiful in me that the world is missing. And if I don't show up, they'll always be missing it. And just like I'm talking about me, I need you to know that I'm speaking about you. Then there's something that the world needs from you. I always picture life as this giant, massive puzzle that will never be complete if a piece, a single piece is missing and the piece is you. So if you and your gift aren't represented in the picture, then the picture is incomplete. And I want to see a complete picture. And more importantly, I know God wants to see a complete picture. That's why you were created, which is why I run around the planet screaming to the world. Literally, if you go, uh, you probably can't even see it from my stories. I was just painting the whole city of Indianapolis this whole weekend, telling everybody they can. Because I know what it feels like to be told you can't. And the 11th and final reason that you should embrace your ambition is because you can. And the world is telling you you can't. Sometimes friends and family are telling you can't. Sometimes you're telling you you can't. And I'm telling you it's time for you to stop telling yourself what you cannot do. And start taking these things that we've given you and putting them into practice and beginning to believe different and take steps and move through the world differently because you can, straight up. That's all you need to know. That thing that's in your heart, you can. That dream that's in your heart, you can. That thing that keeps you up at night and you're not sure if you can, you I'm telling you that you can. And when you move that way and you go get it, your dreams will become a reality too as a result of embracing your ambition. Be because you can, Ashley Faye. I love it. Because you can. <laughs> um, I truly, truly believe that we are in a moment right now that God is calling us to change the game. We are in a game-changing moment, and he is bringing up his warriors to stand together. I believe that's why Glenn has the breakfast with champions because he sees it too. And he says, the world needs this. Here we are. We're going to stand up together. So I'm asking you guys, like, come with us, stand with us. Like it is time now to show people what can happen when you embrace your God-given ambition right now in this moment. I really believe that we are called. It is time for us to become chosen. It is time for us to say, we're going to be the game changers because we can because we can do this together and we can help other people along the way and we can make an impact and help others embrace their god-given ambition and live like we're meant to live be who we're meant to be that's what embrace your ambition is about you guys is going as many places as we can and helping as many people as we can and getting it out there and saying the time is now Let's do this together. We want to help you rise. So I'm inviting you now to join us in the movement, in the Embrace Your Ambition movement. 
we we truly do just want to help. We truly do just want to be people who make an impact. I just think every single person on the stage is one of God's warriors that are rising up right now. And I'm inviting you guys to be part of that. So do it because you can. <laughs> Straight up. So guys, you've been listening to us, myself and Ashley Faye, the last hour and a half, we've been pouring into you our whole hearts so that you begin to truly embrace your ambition. And yours is not mine. Stop comparing yourself. Yours might not be Glenn. Maybe you're not supposed to build an incredible network of champions who come together and pour out their heart and souls. Maybe you're not supposed to build the things that he's built and travel and light up stages. Like maybe you're not supposed to do what we're doing with him. Like maybe your ambition means, and I'm not even going to paint that picture because you already know what it means. You know what you want most in life. If you don't, that's something you need to focus on getting crystal clear clarity on is what you want most in this life because you can never live a fulfilling life if you don't even know what you want. Start defining that. Start asking yourself and creating space to intentionally think about it because the only way the end of your life will mirror that which you wanted most is if you intentionally move towards that direction because everything is headed somewhere but not everything is headed somewhere on purpose and everything is headed somewhere and the outcome is predictable things my mentors would always say but like ashley Faye said man we invite you to come along the journey with us we invite you to t tap in with us on instagram man you got uh you at ey ambition we're on instagram we're also here like we're we're posting things, we're serving things. You can uh, join the newsletter, text community, whatever you want, however you want to stay up to date with what we're doing. We are meeting live in the flesh in Dallas, Texas in 31 days. That blows my mind. That is insane. But if you want to know more information about that, just DM us, EYA. We'll send you some details about the Dallas live event. We got my brother and my friend Trent Shelton keynoting, rocking it out with me and Ashley Faye. So many incredible champions who you see here regularly will be there as well as um, Devin Steele, former NFL superstar, now one of the biggest child cancer advocates in the world is coming through. Amberly Lago, motive, queen of motivations coming through. I mean, like, it's an incredible event, and we love to see you. Also, we're doing more of those next year. So if you just want to stay up to date, we're going to be doing missions. There's different things. If you want to be a part of the movement and a group of people who dares to dream the big, the God-sized dream, and not only dares to dream it, dares to take the steps to make it a reality, then I will be your huckleberries. We love and love and love and appreciate you guys with our whole hearts. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.